0: Hey friends, do you remember the last time God spoke something to you, either through His word, a song you heard, or something you saw while you were driving? God is speaking to us all the time. When I was doing research to launch Kairo's Moments podcast, I discovered a couple who was just as passionate about Kairo's moments as I was. Pete and Jordan Jones are serial entrepreneurs, adventurers and believers. They've spent the last two years running their digital marketing company from an RV as they traveled the country full-time. Now they're getting ready to hit the road again with their daughter, Ellie Grace. Through both RV life and entrepreneurship, Pete and Jordan have learned what it means to trust in God's provision, plan, and purpose for their lives. Most recently, Pete launched the Kairos Journal on Kickstarter as a way to help busy Christians be more intentional in their walk with God. Welcome to Kairos Moments episode number
1: four. Thank you so much for having us. We're so excited that you have a podcast about Kairos Moments. That's our favorite thing to talk about. So (laughs) we are uh, Pete and Jordan. I'm Jordan and we are um, digital marketers and entrepreneurs and we are uh, adventurers. We've lived in an RV full-time for two years um, and (laughs) believers and Um, recently our entrepreneurial kind of endeavors have really um, been led by Kairos moments in our own life into creating, as you mentioned, the Kairos journal, which is really a a dream that God's been placing on Pete's heart. And it's, it's been a really fun journey and just being more intentional about listening to where he's calling us and what he's calling us out of too, in terms of like leaving other parts of our business to really pursue the journal and and what's next with that.
0: Right. Well, as I was doing research for this podcast, that's how I stumbled across um, you guys. And I just knew I had to have the journal. So I went ahead and got <laughs> it. And I mean, really, you can, um, you could get a notebook and do the same thing. But there is something about having this laid out for me and the different segments of it that helped me focus, you know, and it's just been incredible to be able to do that. Um, and I was going to share with the audience, uh, one of the Kairos moments that I wrote down recently, and that is, I have a friend who is intrigued by doors. She has been taking pictures of all kinds of different doors and, and writing about them. But one night before I went to bed, I read her post and it was about a particular door she was intrigued with. Um, and she mentioned how the doors what doors signify, they shut out distraction, they keep others out, they help, help keep our focus. And then also intimacy, like between a bride and a bridegroom, and Mm. are considered the bride of Christ. And he is our bridegroom. So I went to sleep with that on my mind. And I woke up probably like two in the morning. I told my husband, I said, I'm getting out of bed. I'm gonna go journal in my <laughs> <piros> <laughs> turtle." I he goes, okay. I don't even know if he remembered that, but the Lord was just telling me that I think it was Mark, yeah, Mark 314. It says he appointed 12 that they might be with him and that he might send them out to preach. And I was I was endeavoring to launch this podcast. I just felt it so strongly that he doesn't want us to just do for him. He has, he wants us to be with him. Mm. Like when he called those 12 disciples, that's what he, that was his primary purpose. That's what it said that they might be with him. Mm. And as we're with him, then we're able to, out of the overflow of that minister to other people. So that was my Kairos moment. And I wrote it down in my journal and I was like, this is awesome. I can go back and read them and just, Revel in how God has moved in my life, and that is what I want for my audience. I want them to make room for him so they can recognize and then they can respond to His yes. prompting. And what I say is a Kairo's moment is God moves, we respond, and everything changes. That Kairo's moment has changed my my focus. Um, I'm not caught up in the the busyness of everything, so can you guys think of, uh, you were going to talk about a Kairos moment that you shared?
2: Yeah, well, first of all, that's awesome. So glad you're enjoying the journal. And I mean, one of the primary, the, the very first reason why I made it was for focus, because we had just had our first uh, daughter and uh, and she, and our only daughter for what it's worth. And uh, <laughs> and I was struggling with focus. So I'm just glad that you're finding that too. And and also just creating that space, that sacred space, I think it's so important. So. Yeah. Awesome to hear. And uh, I mean, the, the one Kairos moment that comes to mind that Jordan and I both shared was really uh, separately, but not too far apart. We were really feeling convicted about our finances and more so just having them under control and managing them well, especially uh, to bring glory to God. So we both kind of came to each other and told each other how we were feeling. And to be honest, Jordan had been thinking of it before me, um, but I really felt it way heavily on my heart uh, just one morning as I was praying. And I just told her, and from that moment on, we we end up getting the Dave Ramsey uh, the whole thing, and we actually had it at that time. We just had it sitting there, and I was like, "We got to start this," and so we probably just started doing Dave Ramsey in the beginning of December, I think, George. And so it, that was just—it's uh, just cool to see how uh, God will speak. You know, He has His own relationship with us individually, but then together, um, as we are united in one, together in marriage, to see how He'll He'll talk to us, and then we come together and. And that's the other beauty, beautiful thing about this Kairos Journalist. I, I don't know if I would have shared it so openly or so willingly. We've been doing this so long now. It's like, hey, he said this to me. Let's talk about it. And that was a, a big moment for us.
1: Yeah, I feel like to kind of piggyback on that, there's so many times that we feel like we'll get these, you know, these have these Kairos moments with God and they kind of sometimes happen in these come to Jesus, aha, like you can't wait to tell everyone about it. But then sometimes it happens in those whispers and in those, kind of inklings that we have and it's easy to forget about those almost like to go on your day and have that moment I remember like there was one I had where I was just driving in the car from the back way of the dog park and I couldn't write it down in the car but I actually like voice texted to Pete like I have to tell you something when I get home because I didn't want to forget um but the journal has made me be more intentional about reflecting on like the whispers as much as I feel like those big you know come to Jesus. Can't forget these moments. Yeah. And it's also been awesome as a tool for us to share those because I think like Pete said in a marriage that has been really affirming to us when we feel like God's laying something on our heart or he's trying to reveal something to us. And I bring it like yesterday morning, I was like, Pete was leaving because I just had finished journal. I was like, wait, I want to tell you about my Kairos moment. And then me saying that and bringing it up to him, he was like, I feel like I've been feeling the same thing. And I don't know if we would have had that discussion or have them more as often as we do, because it's just been a vehicle for us of listening and reflecting more, but then also sharing that and really kind of reflecting on that together. Like, what does this mean in our life, in our marriage, in our walk?
0: Right. And so it's not just a feel good moment for you. Some God wants change to happen mm-hmm. in that Kairos yeah. moment. And let me tell you, as I was telling Jordan um before we started recording, I have four boys, and so life is busy. I had twins first, wow. and then I had a special needs son, and then I had a surprise baby Wow, so life can be busy and and that this journal has been a way to like you said, connect it's like written down, so I don't forget it, and I can share it with him at the end of the day when he comes home.
1: It's funny, you say about the busyness. That's I think one of the key things Pete was talking about when we first became parents. And I think just we're both Enneagram threes and like seek achievement we and both
0: are. Okay. Yes. Yeah. It's
1: probably why we work well together, but also probably why we just stay busy a lot. <laughs> and so we need this more than anything. And there was one one, one morning, I remember a Kairos moment where I was I knew I had a long day and I was like Oh, I'm just going to, you know, go through my Bible app on my phone. I'm not going to do my journal this morning. Like I don't have time. Right. Like it, it was my product shifting into that gear. And I just felt like the Lord was like, do you not expect to hear from me? Like, do you not want to write this or spend time with me? Cause you don't expect to hear from me. It's like, Ooh. okay. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> and then I, and I wound up peeking the test. My journal that day was just like covered in the margins and everywhere and verses and ideas. And I was like, okay, we, it, it's, almost leaves room to expect to hear from the Lord and expect mm. him to work in your life and expect to have that communication with him instead of just like checking it off our lists and going through our day. So. Yeah.
0: Really and funny. I think it, it makes room for, well, like you said, expecting, but it makes room for him to interrupt mm. throughout the day. Our plans our our goals. I am an Enneagram seven And we are a lot of times we're mistyped as threes Mm -hmm. because we're always going, we're always doing, we've got a lot of activity and, you know, so how long has the journal been in the works?
2: Uh, So the journal, so the, the journal, I had been using a similar structure as we might all do in our journaling with God for maybe a year and a half before, but it wasn't laid out like this. And uh, when we were pregnant and then had Ellie, there was no journaling in my life. And it wasn't until probably May of 2000, end of May, early June of 2019, right when she was born, that I was just struggling with the focus, like I had mentioned. And I just started thinking about my structure. And I just had this moment, Kairos moment, I guess, if you will, honestly, that I was sitting on the couch. I had just gotten done feeding Ellie. I had my laptop in front of me trying to finish work. And I couldn't do anything, I couldn't focus. And I just kind of slammed the lid. And I walked to our our table and our our kitchen. And I just had these idea, this idea flooding in my mind about this journal. And I just started uh, just writing out drafts on like four pieces of blank paper. And someone was over at the house. I didn't want to show Jordan yet. And then as soon as they were gone, I showed Jordan and uh, she was like, this is so cool. And that's kind of where it was. It was just like, yeah, this is a really cool thing. Let's see what happens. And then maybe a couple weeks later, Jordan was going for a run, listening to a podcast. And she just came back and said, I just feel like the Lord's telling you, uh, telling me to tell you uh, to, be creative. And I need to give you the space to explore that creativity. And that's when the light really started going off in my head. And so really started drafting more and more in July, having people test it and look at it end of July, early August. And then, you know, we made a decision to kickstart it around that time, August or September. I think we had like three months till we launched or less than three months. And it was one of those things I just thought, you know, uh, it's not going to be perfect. That's the idea behind Kickstarter. I don't have a reason to wait right now. Let's let's do this. And it was my 30th birthday. It was in November. So I wanted to launch it around that time for mm-hmm. obvious biblical reasons. Put myself up there with David, you know. And Jesus. <laughs> but, uh, but no, I just like, you know, there's no reason to delay. Let's do it. So it launched in November. The Kickstarter ended in December. And then uh, we're now in the process of uh, rebuilding our website or actually building out one. And going from there. So
0: nice.
2: has it been too long?
0: Okay. What do you think is the um, biggest hindrance to people having those kairos moments with the Lord?
2: Besides uh, presence.
0: our focus, or we've already yeah. established that.
2: Yeah, I would really think it's uh it's the first thing that comes to mind is being present. And I think it's just it's just a worldview now. It's just the the idea of presence is so almost far fetched. And if you think about I think about Jesus all the time in his ministry and a couple of things that immediately come to my mind aside from the obvious of loving and caring and healing is he was extremely present and he embraced people but he was so present with people. I, I can imagine him just drawing people in by the way he was just staring at them without another worry in the world and I think that's that's the uh thing that prevents us from kairos moments is because at least in my own life it was easy to come to God. I had developed a habit of like starting out by reading the Bible or praying, but how much of that time was I actually really reading the Bible or praying? How much of that time was I present? How much of that time was all these thoughts or the scrolls of Instagram going through my mind. And so I really think that, you know, coming before God like a child and in that way is just not wanting anything other than him. And so it's, to me, it's presence. Okay.
0: Would you say the same thing, Jordan?
1: Yes and no. Um, I I definitely agree with presence. I think for me, my background's a little different than Pete. I was raised Jewish. And so um, when I came to know Christ in my early 20s, I had no concept of just understanding that God and he wants to be in a relationship with us. And Mm. prayer wasn't just me talking at him and being like, hey, can you please make, can you bless all my plans and make this happen? Thank you. Um, And so that, that had been my concept I guess of prayer and time with God is that like you do it in the morning or you do it before bed and like you say grace and that's your prayer and I just didn't have an expectation truly until probably we went through our pre-marriage counseling um the pastor and his wife who married us just really led us to hear and like listen for God's voice in our life I remember the first assignment they gave us to like go sit and be like all right God what do you want to say I was like (laughs) He is not going to talk to me. What are you talking about? And I just didn't know, like, am I going to hear a voice? I just had no concept for expecting that and listening. And so I think for me, the thing that stopped me from ever listening or experiencing Kairos moments was just understanding really just foundationally that, you know, God speaking to us as humans is not something that's limited to our Bible stories. It's something that Mm -hmm. happens every day. And it's not something that's even limited to our morning time that we spend with him. It's, I think the amazing, beautiful thing about Kairos moments are that they are opportune moments all throughout the day. They're not just like when I sit down, like, all right, Lord, I'm ready for you. Let me hear it. You know, like the two examples we gave was I was on a run. I was driving home from like the dog park. It's just finding that presence throughout the day. And just, I don't know, for me, I guess presence is part of it, but just Mm -hmm. presence and that expectation, I think is what holds people back is thinking like, what is it going to be? Like, does God really want to speak to me or can I really have that relationship with him? And I, now I feel like my mindset of prayer is it's more of the listening and expecting and hearing than even me speaking.
0: So your, your major Kairos moment was Jesus Christ.
1: Yes. that's a big one.
0: (laughs) You know, heaven and earth colliding. And I had a friend, you know, thinking about people, thinking about the Lord speaking to us. A lot of people don't realize that even... Christians go through their lives not realizing that mm. God wants to speak to them. I had a friend I was having coffee with and she was sharing some health things that were going on and and her son was in the mess middle of a messy divorce or something. And she I told her, I said, God wants to speak into that. And she goes, She'd been a Christian longer than I have. And I mm. said that to her and she goes, Really? And I'm like, you know, that's our inheritance. That is our our father speaking to us. I can't. You know, it was, it was a foreign concept to me that she didn't think that he would talk to her. I was like, how can you be in a relationship and not communicate? You know, it's not just us dumping our prayer requests. Yes.
1: How old is your daughter? Almost eight months. I don't know what, I don't know what day of the week it is. Still really,
0: really young. Yes. Okay. Well, as I was preparing for the launch of the podcast, um, my 11 year old I haven't sat him down and said, Hey, listen to this, (laughs) but he has been starting to ask questions about Kairos moments and stuff like that. And so it's just been, I mean, you know, we talk about God and stuff like that, but it's, it's taken it to another level for him. And so I'm excited for your daughter,
1: Mm, for the two
0: of you to be able to invest in her in that way and give her those examples and stuff like that.
1: Well, thank you. I think that's the kind of the beauty of, I mean, what you're doing with the podcast, I'm sure like, that's going to be such a blessing to people that hear it because it's almost giving people like the expectation, like placing that in their life that this, this, Oh, this is happening to other people. They're living in this kind of experience with God. Like I can have that too. It's not where there's nothing special about any of us, like, right? Like we're all, God wants that relationship with all of us. And I think that's what's been beautiful in our marriage, even as it stirred those conversations and our friendships, like, to freely be able to say, we're having these experiences in these moments. Like that's, that's the whole reason that I started really drawing closer to the Lord and having them is because other people told me it was possible and I heard theirs. And I was like, I want that too. Like, yeah. you know, it's, it's, that's a beautiful thing.
0: That's my desire for the podcast is that through the stories of other people in my own moments that I share, you know, they think, Oh, well, it, you know, it can happen to me too. Right. I, I can just prepare myself to hear from him. So friends, I hope you enjoyed today's podcast as much as I did. I want to leave you with this thought. I want to encourage you to be intentional in your time with God, come expecting him to talk to you because he will, he wants to. One way of doing that is to get a journal, write down your prayers, the answers to those prayers, how he answered them and when and anything that the Lord talks to you about. Research shows that when we write those things down, we are more able to remember them. And over and over again in scripture, God is telling his people to remember. He probably does that because we're so easily distracted. We can so easily forget what he's done in our lives. I know in my own life, as I've looked back through my journals, I have seen how God has moved and those things have really built my faith. It doesn't have to be a Kairos journal that Pete and Jordan created, although I really do love that one. It can just be a simple notebook. Take time to be intentional with him this week and as always thank you for subscribing and for joining us as we talk about Kairos moments and how those defining moments have the potential to change everything in our lives.